0: My Discount Tire, America's Neighborhood Tire Store. Tonight, the BYU Cougars welcome the St. Mary's Gales to the Marriott Center. Now, the Cougars had their three-game losing streak snapped at San Francisco last Saturday night, 82-63. Yoli Childs had a nice game with 25 points, but BYU simply ran into another team that got hot. The Dons used a 16-0 run in the first half to take the lead and never look back. BYU, now 4-2 and two in WCC play, and in fourth place, the third-place team is the Cougars' opponent tonight, the St. Mary's Gales. Now, St. Mary's beat BYU in the previous meeting in Moraga, 88-66, and that was a game where the Gales would get a lead only to see BYU fight its way back down the stretch. However, the Gales went on a run that BYU just couldn't come back from. And as we talked about the first time these two teams met, the Gales have so many new faces compared to last year, and they're young. With that said, junior guard Jordan Ford is still the alpha dog on this team, scoring 22 points per game. BYU's defense on him and Malik Fitz down low will be a major key tonight. And... There are two things, in my opinion, that work in BYU's favor in this matchup tonight. First and foremost, the Cougars play so much better at home, specifically on defense. That will be a big key tonight. Secondly, the Gales have a losing record on the road. St. Mary's is 3-5 and five away from Moraga. That is a good sign for BYU. We know how... Much better the Cougars play at the Marriott Center. You get energized. You have the home crowd behind you. And then you're facing a team that so far this season has struggled away from their home court. Hopefully that is a good recipe for success tonight for BYU now tonight's pregame interview is with junior forward Dalton Nixon first and foremost I'm a big Dalton guy he is great to talk to and I always appreciate him being willing to chat with me and as you'll hear in this interview coach Rose has been really pleased with how Dalton has handled his role Rose said yesterday that not only is Dalton willing to do anything he's asked to do he's capable of doing anything he's asked to do here's my conversation with Dalton Nixon Coach Rose was just saying how pleased he has been with the practices over the last three days. It's been really good. What's been so good about the practices?
1: I think our teams come into practice with a great mindset to, you know, focus and have a defensive mentality, um, to lock in and to really learn how we can be a, a really good team on the defensive end of the court and so uh we've all you know bought into this and you know it's something that we need to focus on in order you know to accomplish what we want to do in our conference
0: any particular reason why you guys feel like the defensive side of things have have taken longer than maybe you would have wanted
1: um i i I think that there are times where you know whether it's with matchups or 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 whatever it may be um, a lot of it is you know just our mindset and when when we want to lock in and and defend we can be really good but there's just those times where you know we may not all be locked in and so we have focused on just building that habit you know we we feel like as a team we we guard the other teams you know sets really well and then sometimes it can break down towards the end of the shot clock and so we've really just tried to you know come together as a team and recognize that this is an area that we need to focus on and we've been bringing it the last three days
0: to that point the defensive numbers on the road versus at home, there's, there's a fairly significant difference. Beyond just being at home, why do you think the defense has been so much better here at the Marriott Center?
1: Um, the Marriott Center is just an incredible atmosphere, and um, it's, it's something that we look forward to coming in here and being able to, to guard teams and you know, the energy from the fans is something that really helps us. And so we look forward to the opportunity to have you know this game against St. Mary's Gonzaga next week to really just, you know, build on, on this focus like we've talked about and see what can happen.
0: Well, I've got to imagine, especially the way that the game went in Moraga, to be able to have this team on your floor is probably something you guys have been looking forward to.
1: Yeah, definitely. Moraga, you know, that's a, that's a tough place to play, and St. Mary's always plays really well there. And so uh, we've really just, you know, looked back at what we needed to improve from that game, and we feel good about, you know, going into this game. We're excited, you know, to have another opportunity to play a really good team, and, uh, to prove ourselves, with it being a Thursday night game, does that kind of help
0: keeping the normal routine, as opposed to having one game and it being on Saturday?
1: Yeah, definitely. We we haven't gone you know a week without a game for you know for a while now, and so it feels good to just be you know get back in here in the Marriott Center and get back to work and go through our routine and. Um, You know, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what happens. What kind of energy do you expect? I think there will be, you know, a great amount of energy. You know, the BYU fans know that the St. Mary's game is a huge game for us, and so we're really excited. Where's your game at? And I actually asked this question to Coach
0: Rose, and he had mentioned how pleased he was with – you being able to do everything that he has asked you to do, you're in the right spot on the floor. You're doing the right things when you're out there. He says, I, "I know that some of his minutes have gone to different places, but overall, where do you feel your game is at right now?"
1: Yeah, I feel I feel really good about it. You know, I'm such a team guy that you know I put the team first, and I just want I just want to win. And we've had guys that have stepped up. Luke has played you know, tremendous in these these last few conference games, huge, you know, a huge presence defensively and as a leader, and Gavin, you know, Gavin's played really well, especially, you know, he had a breakout game against Pepperdine, so like Coach said, like, we're on the same page as far as, you know, I, I know that, you know, this is, this is a, a big picture, and, you know, our team's really skilled and really talented, and I just want to be, as useful as I can in the opportunities that coaches give me.
0: You mentioned Luke, and it's interesting because over the last couple of weeks, it seems like in the discussions with the general media, Luke's name has been brought up quite a bit, and, and Coach has, has praised Luke for his ability to be the ultimate team guy, and it really seems like you guys rally
1: around him. What is it about Luke that everyone just rallies around? Uh, Luke's, Luke's uh, he's, he's an amazing guy. He's an amazing teammate, and He's just so fun to play with because he works his butt off. You know that he's going to have your back. And so everyone, you know, just kind of looks up to Luke. And Luke has a good relationship one on one with everyone on the team. And so that translates on the court. You know, we're all out there, and Luke's a guy that can really just bring this team together.
0: Well, next year he's going to be a grad assistant, so you're to, you're not getting rid of him anytime soon. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so, now I wanted to ask you a non-basketball related question, because I, I notice on Instagram, you had a lot of posts about shoes. Sometimes you're selling shoes, sometimes you're just showing off
1: shoes. How big of a shoe guy are you? I'm a huge shoe guy, and it started when I was really young um you know my dad playing a number of years overseas i always grew up and my my dad was collecting the jordans and then all of a sudden you know i got to be a size 15 and could fit in all of his shoes (laughs) so shout out you know shout out to my dad for handing down the shoe collection but i I love sneakers i love uh, nike basketball shoes love jordan shoes it's just a hobby of mine to you know go and especially look for shoes that you don't see a lot how many pairs of shoes do you think you have um, I probably have, you know, close to 75 pairs of shoes. And what's crazy is that number's gone down because like you said, I've cleaned out my closet <laughs> and, and sold a lot of them. Um, but it's a, it's a passion of mine and uh, it's, it's something that I, I have fun doing. Is there a prized pair of shoes? Like is there one above the others? Yeah, there is. And I think that's the the Bred Jordan 11s. Um, it's a shoe that I had as a, as a young kid, my dad had the same shoe. And then once I grew into a size 15, I actually wore the shoe that my dad had, and I wore those at a few games um, at Orem High. But that's that's a shoe, you know, you, know, you know, that came out in 2000, 2001, the retro, you know, bred Jordan 11, and that's something that I, I have in my room.
0: Yeah, you can't go wrong with Jordans of, of any kind. All right, last question, back to basketball. What's it going to take for you guys to have a positive outcome against St. Mary's?
1: I think we've touched on it, you know, um, the defensive end of the court is is where we need to really lock in and focus for this game. Um, you know, we're a, a really good offensive team, and, you know, we have guys like TJ and Yoli who are, you know, are just going to control the game, and so it's building a, a defense, you know, as a team that's going to really uh, set us apart in this one. Since I can't fit into a size 15, if you ever come across
0: any nice retro, like size 11s, I may be interested, so yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll keep my eyes out. There we go. Dalton Nixon. Always loved talking to Dalton. And I want to go back to something that he said. And I think this sums up Dalton Nixon. When he was talking, I had asked him about his role and Coach Rose talking about how pleased he's been with Dalton being willing to do whatever the coaching staff has asked him to do. And his comment to me that I'm a team guy. I want the team to succeed. However that happens, that's what I'm all about. That speaks volumes about the type of player about the type of teammate that Dalton Nixon is. And uh, Cougar fans should be very happy to have him on this roster. So appreciate Dalton taking a few minutes. It's going to be a fun one tonight against the St. Mary's Gales. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we're going to head to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation. We will be joined by the one and only Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire, continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live presented by Discount Tire. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Arant. We head next door to the Marriott Center side of tonight's BYU-St. Mary's matchup. Mark, good evening. How are you? Jason, my friend, I'm doing great. Good to talk to you as always. As always, good to talk to you as well. Uh, in the uh, the previous segment, we we're talking with Dalton Nixon, and, and he has uh, one of the things he enjoys doing is collecting shoes. Now, you and I have known each other for a very long time, and I learned something about you this week that I did not know.
3: You have a, what is that? You, Jason?
0: you have a very extensive collection of Pez dispensers. <laughs> I, do. I did not know that. I do. It's uh, yeah. I mean, uh,
3: I've been collecting since college, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty nice setup. It's 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 uh, it, it's something I enjoy doing, and uh, yeah, just over the years, I build I build little shelves and uh, have a little setup,
0: and even Greg Rubel
3: thinks it's cool. So, is there
0: money in in retro Pez dispensers? <laughs> like, is this like a little nest egg? they like for the retirement. <laughs> Well, the older they get,
3: the more valuable they get. And so if I just live long enough, maybe they'll be worth something. No, you're going to live
0: forever. You know it. (laughs) All right. Let's get into some hoops. Uh, The loss at USF snapped BYU's three-game losing streak. It was a blowout victory. And Greg Rubel tweeted out a stat that really caught my eye. And compared to opponents in BYU wins and in BYU losses, the opponent is scoring almost 23 more points per game. 11% better from the field, 11% better from three. That is a a significant difference in wins and losses. Why do you think that is?
3: Well, uh, kind of the defense seems to disappear on the road. Part of it is uh, being on the road. Part of it is you're playing against good teams like St. Mary's and San Francisco and uh, Mississippi State and wherever on the road, it's you know it's obviously if you're playing really good teams and it's going to be harder to defend them, but there's certainly been games where the teams aren't that great. Weber State gets 150,000 points <laughs> against you. I mean, uh, there, there, what, what seems to happen a little bit on the road is BYU comes out and they're fine, and then the other team gets on a little bit of a run. BYU panics, tries to make it, make it up in one or two shots and trying to do too much things on your own. And, and then it kind of gets out of hand, and the crowd gets into it. Another team gets confident, and they get hot, and then, and then they, you know, it's rolling for them. And that, that's been the problem for for BYU, especially on the road. At home, that doesn't happen as much. Obviously, you don't have to deal with the crowd, uh, and, and BYU seems to be, be a little bit more focused. And the real trick is to, it, to try and make those away games less of a disparity for BYU. Obviously, it's going to be harder, but not that hard and not that big a disparity. And so that's uh, that's the real trick for BYU. But uh, that's something they really haven't figured out. But there, there have been some signs. I mean, on the road at Pepperdine where they've struggled, they they played well there. And there's there was a couple situations where it looked like it might get out of hand for BYU. And they, they were able to clamp down And the Pacific. They got a big lead. So even when they when they kind of fell apart a little bit, they had that cushion and were able to withstand that. So I mean, they're doing some things right. But overall on the road, it's it's been really ugly and teams have been uh, really, really good against BYU. And at, at some point, you got to say, well, it's not so much that the team was hot or had a, had their best game. It's because BYU's defense allowed them to have their best game, and that, that's the concern. And so I think it's a big focus for the coaches and the players, and you talked to Dalton about it, uh, that they're trying to get more focused defensively and not have those lapses and be able to comp- Even if you're not winning those games at St. Mary's, at San Francisco, you're competitive
0: and you're mm-hmm. in the game and you have a chance at the end. Taking Yoli and TJ out of the mix, which player do you think has made the biggest improvement since the start of the year? Hmm,
3: that's a good question. I guess McKay Cannon. I think he's playing really good since
0: he got the starting
3: job. He's he's knocking down the threes. He plays hard defense. I think he's done a nice job. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of a tough one. The, the problem is, and I think it's more of a general problem, Jason, is that aside from TJ and Yoli, there has been not really any consistency in the rest of the team. And some guys will play really good one game, and then they'll disappear the next game. Luke Worthington, he'll play amazing one game, and then he'll kind of his, – his effort is always consistent, but he'll disappear in some games. And You go down the list, uh, Nick Emery, uh, everybody. There just needs to be more consistency in the level of performance from these guys from number three spot down to number 12. It's too much of a crapshoot from game to game what you're going to get from guys. And and I think uh, that's been part of the problem for BYU, especially on the road. I mean, obviously, part of the reason teams are good at home is their younger guys and the the inexperienced guys are comfortable there, and they play better. And uh, so St. Mary's, for instance, their guys other than Jordan Ford at St. Mary's played really good, and and BYU's guys didn't because they were on the road. But uh, now expect that to be a little bit different here. St. Mary's is uh, kind of secondary group uh, will struggle here and and the secondary group will will do much better here so that's part of the 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 issue for any team but BYU seems to really have a lack of uh, consistency beyond what you get from T.J. and Yoli
0: every week you know that's a great point that you bring up and I think you see that at every level, and I'm obviously just focusing on, on basketball right now, but whether it's high school, whether it's college, or even in the pros, bench guys or the rotation guys, the, your stars are going to be there. your stars home or away. That's That's why they're stars. Yes. But the other guys, they do play significantly better at every level at home. It really is interesting how that works out.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it takes some time to learn how to be effective uh, on the road. And as freshmen and sophomores, usually, as a general rule, they're really going uh, to struggle to be consistent, and perform well on the road because they're not comfortable. Uh, and you have to kind of learn how to play and playing against in, in tough games against uh, tough crowds, and and it takes a while. And so you see the older guys and. The kind of the stars they, f- they figured it out that's why they're the stars right. and uh, uh, but it, it's a, it's a process and the quicker you can get through that process
0: uh, obviously you're you're better off and the team's better off the Gales have won four in a row which actually began with a victory over the Cougars how do you think BYU is better equipped to face St. Mary's this time around well, I, I, don't, I hate to put too much on Gavin
3: Baxter. I think he's going to be critical tonight. I mean, what the, the reason I say that is because he has the ability. He's not just another guy that might come in and play good. He has the d- ability to, to change the game, in my opinion. St. Mary's is so effective running off screens, and they dominated in the points in the paint uh, at Moraga. And I think with a guy like Gavin Baxter in there, it's going to change how St. Mary's plays and going to change their ability to get to the rim and make easy layups. And even if they shoot shots, they're going to have to alter him or be aware of him. Now, he's not going to make the, the entire difference, but I just think having him out there with the rebounding and, and as a rim protector will help. Uh, and uh, then, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, that's the big question, is is can BYU, this this home court, can that be enough to – counterbalance uh, what St. Mary's was able to do on their home court. I mean, is is the home court going to be enough for BYU? We are going to have to make significant changes. I hope in the game plan there's changes, and that focus defensively has to be there. You can't have the lapses. You have to know where Jordan Ford is at all times. Tanner Krebs has been shooting the ball really well. Uh, You can't just keep doing the same things that you did there when you got drilled. I mean, you're going to have to be some changes there. But but, uh, BYU, I think, can show them a couple little different things than, than they saw at uh, St. Mary's, and then being at home, you hope that's enough for BYU to get a win.
0: All right, let's take it one step further. Ken Garf Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and ORM proudly present keys to the game. Mark, obviously, defense I'm sure is one of them, as we've talked about this entire conversation. What are your keys to tonight's game? I think BYU needs to try and disrupt what St. Mary's does
3: offensively. When you're not when you're playing St. Mary's, you're not just playing uh, players; you're playing a system. And uh, their their players aren't as good as they were last year, but the system is the same, and it's a really good system that BYU struggled with. So they're going to have to disrupt uh, what St. Mary's likes to do and try and take them out of the the assist game. When they have over 10 assists, they never lose. When they have under 10, they've only won one game, I think one and seven. So disrupt them, keep them out of that that, uh, ball movement type uh, offense. If if they get under 10 assists and BYU is able to rebound with St. Mary's, I think they'll win, uh, win this game tonight.
0: The rarest Pez dispenser you own is what? Well, uh, the, probably the most valuable one is uh,
3: is a black Batman. It's the very first one I ever got, and uh, I think that's getting pretty valuable right now. But uh, it, I'm more quantity. I, I can't afford the, <laughs> the rare stuff. I just I just get the quantity. Okay, I like it. But if anybody to... out there has
0: Pez sitting around. Ship 'em my way. Next time, uh, next time I get an invite to the uh, the Durant Mansion, uh, I need to see this because I've been to your house several times. I did not know this existed. I need to see this. You need the VIP backstage pass oh, to be able to see it. Oh, it's behind it's yeah. behind the ropes. I got <laughs> it. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Great stuff. Anytime. Thanks, Jason. There we go. Mark Duran, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball. Lots of other teams locally in action as we speak. We'll update those scores next. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live presented by Discount Tire on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard.
0: Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire. Jason Shepard with you. We're getting you ready for BYU and St. Mary's. We'll have tip-off. At the Marriott Center, coming your way in roughly 35 minutes. Let's update you on other action going on right now locally. In fact, one game's already a final. UVU on the road at UMKC. Wolverines taking care of the Kangaroos 75-67. to 67. The University of Utah. In Palo Alto, taking on the Stanford Cardinal. Cardinal with a 54-48 lead over the University of Utah, 7.35 to go in the second half. Weber State on the road at Montana State. Wildcats leading the Bobcats, 67-58, to nine and a half minutes to go in that one. Southern Utah trailing at Northern Colorado. The T-Birds down 54-40 with under 13 minutes to go in the second half. WCC action, San Diego at home hosting LMU, Toreros with a five-point lead, 17-12, that game obviously early on. Also early on, the Dons doubling up the Portland Pilots, 20-10, with 11 minutes to go in that one. Later on tonight, Santa Clara hosting number four, Gonzaga. Top 25 action, two finals for you. Number 23, Louisville, upsets number 21, NC State, 84-77. And number 6, Michigan State, gets the win at number 19, Iowa, 82-67. Cougar Pregame Live was presented by Discount Tire, America's Neighborhood Tire Store. Coming up next, we're going to get you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pre-Game Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
4: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah, as tonight the Cougars play a little late-night hoops with St. Mary's. BYU out to snap a six-game regular season, losing skid against the Gales. Greg Grubel with your play-by-play tonight. Joined courtside by longtime broadcast partner, former Cougar hoopster, the one-of-a-kind Ironman, Pez collector, and pundit, <laughs> Mark Durant. And uh, Mark Gonzaga is the WCC juggernaut, of course. But uh, since joining the West Coast Conference, BYU has a better regular season record against the Zags than it does against the Gales. The Cougars are 5-9 in regular season league games against Gonzaga, 4-11 against St. Mary's in the regular season. The Cougars have lost seven of the last nine against Randy Bennett's guys overall.
3: Well, here's the problem with St. Mary's. is uh, You're not just playing against players. You're playing against the system. And when they have really good players in that system, that's really hard to beat. And uh, Gonzaga just has really really good players obviously they're well coached but it's not so much a system team and so sometimes you get the right uh, matchups and you play well you can beat them but it's hard to beat a system team Uh, and and you saw it uh, on the road at St. Mary's this year and even at San Francisco uh, there's some St. Mary's influence at San Francisco now And you see BYU really kind of struggles with stopping those system teams it's almost like playing like an Air Force in football it's it's a different look, and you have to prepare for it, and you have to do you take, do some things to take away that system. Now, St. Mary's is not as good as they have been. They don't have the players, but the system is still there, and Jordan Ford is terrific. Krebs is playing better, so it's still very difficult to beat them. The question will be, Greg. Can they have a game like they did in the in the conference tournament last yeah. year? And that that You need that type of performance to beat St. Mary's, and that type of performance has been few and far between since BYU's been in the conference.
4: We'll hear what BYU head coach Dave Rose has on his mind ahead of tonight's game against the Gales when the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel.
4: If BYU is to remain in the four-team top tier of the West Coast Conference uh, by the end of the league season, a win tonight, uh, if not essential, Pretty darn important. The second place St. Mary's visiting fourth place BYU tonight. Uh, Cougs out to bounce back after a weekend setback at San Francisco, dropping BYU to 4-2 and two in conference. The Gales come in 4-1 and one, and on a four-game win streak that began with a home win over BYU earlier this month in Moraga. Time now for tonight's pregame interview with BYU head coach Dave Rose presented by zions bank for a financial slam dunk zions bank is for you and coach rose tonight talks about the toughness challenge st mary's always presents on both ends of the floor
5: yeah and, and that's probably uh you know the biggest thing as far as defending them is is that they run a lot of false motion they'll attack you in transition quick if they have an advantage but if not it's it's uh, it's a grind and uh you know they, they want to play to a 60 point game and this year they're scoring a little bit more, but uh, they're still, you know, really good at the end of the clock. And we got driven right to the basket, um, you know, in the last 12, 10 seconds of the shot clock at their place. And we've got to do a much better job. We've got to stay in front of our guy and, and you know, execute a plan that we're going to have. We'll have to make adjustments to that plan as they change personnel. But uh, toughness probably a pretty good word.
4: Yeah, Jordan Ford's a tough guard for everybody. Uh, Randy's got a good one there.
5: He does, and and he's using him, you know, really well. And Jordan just keeps performing and and ringing the bell, and uh, you know, and he's one of those guys that is really good late in the clock. He'll push that thing, and every once in a while, pull up a three in transition. But most of the time, he's gonna, you know, come off pick and rolls in, uh, you know, in the middle of the clock, and then they like to isolate him without a with, without a screen and bring that second guy up there, and so he just has to beat one guy, and then. Can finish with his right hand. Finish with his left. He can shoot floaters. He can get to the rim. He's a good free throw shooter. So he's he's a tough guard. We're gonna have to do a job on him.
4: Good example of a guy whose role evolved through his career. Like you see, you'd like to see any player do yeah, for you? Absolutely.
5: Yeah. He uh, he's been on good teams all the way through, and uh, his roles kind of changed every year. Yeah. And the role he plays right now on this team is is uh, you could kind of start to see that last year at the end of the year when people were really ta- you know putting. Uh, you know the, the the game plan for for Jock in the post, and you know nar wasn't a big uh, scorer as far as creating his own shot. And then they they let Jordan go pretty good, and um, and you know he had some he had some big games late in the, late in the season last year.
4: Malik Fitz uh, is also coming along pretty well for him. Great
5: great addition to his team, and you got a guy that you know can come in and, and uh, you know really run the system. He can he's a good three point shooter, but he really can put the ball on the floor and get to the. The rim. He can do some post ups. You know, I mean, that's the way they score. Either it's a post up team, or they're scoring the post, or they'll drive it to the rim and get layups, or they'll kick it for threes, and and they're really disciplined with it. And and that's the purpose that they all play with. And and hopefully our guys will be, you know, as you know, as you know, determined to stop this as uh you know as, as they are to try and run it. And see see that it'll be kind of a battle of wills here.
4: We had Lee Kumari on the show the other night, and in TJ Haas, you've got a guy that likely is doing a little bit and sometimes a lot of everything for you right now.
5: Yeah, and and you know, you know, I'm really happy for TJ because he he's, he's become really consistent at being good, and I think that's probably the one thing that you know he wanted to improve the most is that you know he he's, he had really you know good games, uh, you know, and, and would would kind of really peak against certain matchups, but now he's. I think becoming a, a an all around full player who um, can consistently night in, night out, guard his position, and then really uh, run our team from there.
4: You know how much better your defensive numbers are right in this building right now. Uh, you'd love to see a repeat of of that performance here tonight. Yeah,
5: well, this will be you know, this will be a real test for us. I, I I kind of feel you know the one loss that we have in the Marriott Center this year is against Houston, and that's a team that really controlled tempo and 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 made it really hard for you on a. On the offensive end, if we just settle for what is open, on the offensive end, we're going to have to be really good at just making shots. Mm. If, if we'll you know have the patience and get the shot, make an extra couple passes and get the shot we want, I think we'll have a much better chance here.
4: All right, good luck against the Gales, Coach. We'll talk to you post
5: game. All right, thanks a lot, Greg.
4: All right, that is BYU head coach Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar tip-off show is next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Brent Rubell.
4: Last time BYU and St. Mary's got together was 19 days ago. Gales pulled steadily away for an 88-66 victory at McEwen Pavilion. That was a bounce-back game for Randy Bennett's team, which was coming off a road loss at USF two days prior. The win over BYU got St. Mary's on a roll. They've won four straight and all by double digits a short time ago here at the Marriott Center. I asked Coach Bennett's assistant, uh, Justin Joyner, which switch got flipped for the Gales over the last three weeks. I'd say we're defending at a much higher rate. Um... Obviously, we've we found our rhythm
6: offensively, but I think defensively and rebounding the ball have been the two keys for us. Doing your job and doing it every time, doing it to the best of your ability. Um, I think that's a key in anything in terms of being good at something, knowing your job, doing your job, and doing it every time. Um, we really tried to hone in on that defensively, and part of that is knowing your job. And with a lot of young guys, uh, some of them didn't know their job. So we had to break that down for them. They had to, they had to get acclimated to what we do, and obviously we do things a little differently. Um, and when that happens, we experienced a little success.
4: So how much of this year's team right now is looking like what you'd say is, quote-unquote, a St. Mary's team?
6: All of them. All of them. We're proud of them. Um, obviously, this is a great test for us, but we have a lot of good tests along the way. But I think we're proud of them in terms of coming together as a team and, uh, and buying in what we're trying to do. Um, that's offensively. That's defensively. That's that's hard to do, you know, especially for a young crew. And uh, we've done that, and we're proud of them.
4: we got to continue to get better every day. What is the key to great three-point defense? Not just uh, in, in a percentage allowed, but a rate allowed of how many yeah. shot, uh, threes even get up. I think
6: knowing the scout, knowing personnel, the guy you're guarding um, or the guy you're maybe you're switching on, just knowing the tendency and the personnel of the players you're playing against. I think that's important in anything in terms of defense. But, yes, certainly uh, three-point percentage, three-point percentage defense. you got to know who's a shooter, who's not a shooter, what his tendency is, whether it's which way he prefers to drive a closeout. All those things are important
4: primary thoughts from the first meeting between uh, you guys and BYU?
6: I thought we did a good job defending them, and I thought we did a good job on the boards, and uh, we limited their transition. I think when you're playing a good offensive team like BYU, you got to keep them out of transition, you got to limit their attempts from the three-point line, and you got to keep them one-shot and out, um, keep them off the offensive glass. So I thought we did a pretty good job of that. I think, obviously, playing them at their place is going to provide a different challenge. Um, the, the crowd's obviously behind them, and they're going to be rocking, so uh, we know it's going to be a challenge, but those are the things we got to do kind of road team are you right now you know we haven't been we haven't played a lot of tough tough road games we've played a lot of neutral games that were tough uh we had a great win early in the season at new mexico state we thought the lmu win was good for us um that was a good team they were eight zero at home at the time we played them so i think we're a good road team but this is going to be a hell of a test for us
4: you guys went to usf uh took the L. BYU just got finished with uh with with san francisco and, and lost as well uh clearly they've made a jump into that top tier
6: they're a good team. They're definitely a good team. They're old. They're mature. Uh, they know their job. They do a great job. They're well coached. Um, they provide a great test, obviously. We struggle with them, obviously. BYU struggle with them. I think a lot of teams will probably struggle with them.
4: I think everybody's beatable in this league. I think uh, you got to play well to win. Malik Fitz kind of turned the game, the first one at your place, with those back-to-back-to-back threes. Yeah. Uh, emblematic of how w- well-rounded his game is becoming. He's a really good player, especially on the offensive end. He's a,
6: he's a really tough cover. I think when we played at USF, he got some really good looks that he normally makes, and he didn't make them. But uh, in terms of him, he can get a shot. He can get a shot he wants. It's about him taking his time playing slow and, and making the right play. But he's a, he's a really good offensive talent. He's a really nice piece for us to play with.
4: You try to identify some of the best guards in this league. I know that you're going to put Jordan Ford right up there with the best of them.
6: He's Yeah, absolutely. He's obviously our uh, – he's our he's the head of our snake for sure. Um He's a tough cover, clearly, um, and we love him. He's a great leader. He's He really leads by example. He's, he's probably our hardest worker um, in terms of working on his game, and he's just grown so much in our program, and we're, we're lucky to have him, no doubt.
4: And he's got a bit of the takeover gene too, doesn't he? I mean, <laughs>
6: He likes the bright lights. He definitely likes the bright lights. He really enjoys the bright lights. That um, goes back to his days in high school. Um, so you know, we're lucky to have him. Hopefully hopefully the lights are bright tonight, and hopefully he shines for us.
4: The Marriott Center vibe, what do you expect here tonight?
6: It's going to be rocking. It's going to be rocking. Obviously, we're a young team. I think the importance is you gotta you gotta weather the storm. They're gonna bring it. They're gonna play well. They're gonna play well in spurts. You gotta keep your composure. You gotta weather the storm and continue to do what you're supposed to do. Um, play with the right edge. Play with the right composure, and, and hopefully you come out on top. But it's gonna be
4: rocking. We're excited. Okay, good stuff. Good to see you here. We'll see you uh, in Las Vegas. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right, that is St. Mary's assistant coach Justin Joyner. Time now for You Be the Judge, sponsored by Legally Mind. Legally Mind equals asset protection. Go to legallymindusa.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Yoli Childs has scored 20-plus points in five straight games, 14 games this season, and 28 games in his career. Who is the Cougars' career all-time leader in 20-point games, 20 or more? The answer next as the Cougar tip-off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
4: BYU and St. Mary's coming up top of the hour. First up, the answer tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mind. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Yoli Trials has scored 20 points in five straight games. 20 plus points, I should say. Uh, 14 games this season and 28 games overall for his BYU career. Who is the Cougars' career all-time leader in games with 20 or more points?
3: I'm going to show you my keen legal <laughs> analytical skills here, Greg. Oh,
4: good. This I, I love when we do deductions. So
3: we're going to we're going to take. It's got to be one of your top score guys. So the Jimmer, the Danny, the Tyler Hawks. I'm going to go with those three. That's my that's my group. I'm going with. Okay. Now I'm going to go with. Danny Ainge because he was better earlier and had more up even though he played less games he had more chance to get 20 plus the first is freshman and sophomore years I'm going with Danny Ainge
4: Danny Ainge is third in career 20 point games second place is Michael Smith Mike Smith is number two Uh, and number one is the guy you mentioned Tyler Haas Tyler has 74 games of 20 points or more.
3: I got that really wrong. I hope that doesn't mean <laughs> people aren't going to hire me as their lawyer. No, it
4: was. It, it, you were you were headed down a really productive path, I thought, and uh, and and you mentioned the uh, the ultimate, you know, the ultimate winner. So uh, you did well, and that's you be the judge. Brought to you by Legally Mine. Our final segment of the Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next here on the Newskin BYU Sports Network.
2: The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside.
4: Junior Miley with tonight's national anthem. We'll pause now for a few seconds for the colors to be withdrawn here at the Marriott Center. Uh, Mark, uh, Kalani Sitake is fond of using a a saying, talking about emptying the tank. And uh, with just one game this week, BYU doesn't play for seven more days. Time to empty the tank here against St. Mary's. Yeah, no excuses
3: tonight. You're at home. You've had a a lot of time to prepare. You're rested. Go
4: go get it done tonight. Tip-off of BYU and St. Mary's straight ahead. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.